They weren't up the vocal cords. I get it. I get it, man. Um, okay. Welcome to Talk with Townies. I'm Steve. I'm Ben. And terrible news, the students are about to be back. <laughs> you can tell by the increase of orange traffic cones all through Manhattan. They're going to start doing all these construction projects right as the roads get the most congested they'll ever be. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the road crews. Um, you guys are doing great work. Uh, just I wish you would do it at a different time of the year. Like if you did it in June... That would be better. Oh my god! What if, can you imagine? If they started May twenty sixth or something like. It would be good. Who's in charge of starting projects? Um, I don't know. Okay. I, would, I, I it would be a good topic for talk of the townies. <laughs> that would be a good topic. Not, not today's topic. Not today. That'd be too informational. <laughs> it would be way too informational. Or informative. Uh, I I think informative would be better. Damn. But you know. All right. So what we're going to discuss instead, school stories or back to school stories? Well, we're talking back to school in general. Yeah. I think I think the main focus of everybody's back to school um, is what you wear uh, on, pretty, yeah. on kind of the first day of the shopping, uh, the back to school shopping. Uh, just a quick reminder for everybody, the students actually for the dorms, they arrive back uh, Friday, August 11th and the 12th, uh, that Saturday. So if you have any school shopping, back to school shopping, I would recommend not doing it those days because Walmart is basically like end of times. Uh, Target overrun. Um, I wouldn't Aggieville even go the, the next week. The, the week after the 13th through, what would that be? The yeah, 17th? it's not much better. They'll just, they won't have replenished their stock yet. They'll just – Yeah. It'll look like a Kmart. Yeah. yeah. They won't have anything on the shelves. No. Is that because Kmart's out of business? Are they? They are in Manhattan, know. at least. Well, yeah. Do you would think that they're out of business. <laughs> they're, they're not. Well, Sirline Stockade, that whole, that whole area took a hit. Yeah. Although the, they got an academy sports over there, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Not a Highway 24 guy? No, I, I do not. I used to go. They took out my gym, so I can't go over there anymore. No. Well, brand loyalty. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, back to school. So here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about going shopping with mom. I want to talk about what the feedback was. Once you got day. to school? Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes there was like a good feedback loop. Like you'd, you'd get some encouragement. You'd, you'd have a good shopping experience. You'd show up and everybody was like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey Steve, I, I, wear, I, will, I wear Echo too. That's yeah, awesome. I will accept you as a fellow student and young person. Yeah. Uh, and other times, it was not so good. Um, so my shopping experience, I was an only child, so I kind of got the you know special treatment, if you will, is what, what I hear from other people with siblings. <laughs> um, losers, they I like to call them. The um, forgotten about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I would generally go, go to Dillard's, get the Dillard's uh, mall experience in Manhattan, uh, and... Uh, the early years were dominated by uh, the Oshkosh Bagosh. 
Wait, do you Overalls. do you remember shopping for Oshkosh Bagash? Well, I don't remember. I have photographic evidence okay. that tells me. <laughs> okay. I have a, a a picture. It's a it's a nice uh, it's a yellow and white striped number. With a, with like a white, pinstripe or like yeah, like pinstripe. pinstripe. Okay, it, with, with a with a white uh, polo underneath, and uh, the collars popped. Oh my god! Yeah, and, I believe that was the Dillard's photo as well. I, I don't think that that was an old photo. I think that's more recent. <laughs> so it was actually this year. And Mama said I was a very good boy. <laughs> that was my back to school as a teacher. <laughs> she said that picture. You're a very good boy, Ben. We're gonna take a picture. Um, okay, so. Uh, so that that was that was my mom's kind of fashion sense, and so you can see that kind of like um, was was early on. I just kind of accepted it because you know you're you're two. Not a lot of uh, argument that you can have. You don't have a lot of good points to bring up. Yeah, or a lot of words that you're disposable. no, not a lot of limited vocabulary. <laughs> um, but uh, I do remember that as you know got got older, there was a point where I had my first real negative feedback, and it was this. Uh, the Stillard's uh, shirt that my mom had purchased and it was like a Nautica uh, rugby shirt and it had elbow patches on it. How old were you for this? uh, This must have been like like maybe first, second grade, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) It had the elbow patches and the elbow patches were like a different color from the rest of the shirt but I think they were like uh, like plaid. <laughs> so I had like plaid elbow patches on it. Oh my gosh. And I roll in, I'm, I'm like very excited about, you know, getting back. And, um, and the feedback that I received at school was not good. People were, people were not happy that I was trying to walk into school with elbow patches. And, um, and so that was, that was my first time. And then I became more aware. I became more aware of fashion at that age. Now I'm becoming less aware of fashion as I age out of I've fashion. noticed that, yeah. Yeah, but, but there was a time when I, had, when I had some fashion awareness. And so um, some tips, some tips for the back-to-school kiddos. Um, you're going to want to go to a place with a younger sales staff and your first goal, like when I was going to finish line to get the back-to-school sneaks, you got to make an alliance with the salesperson and you have a mutual interest. They want to make a good sale. You want to get some good sneakers. So what you do, you wait till mom goes and like peeks out the sale clearance aisle and you get them to suggest like something that's way out of your price range. Totally unreasonable. Like, what age like group do you think listens to this podcast? Uh, mostly 12 to 15 years okay. based on our demographic <laughs> profile. So you, you want to basically get the salesperson while you're away from mom on the same page with you and you want them to suggest something that's very expensive and then make your, uh, you know, counter of what you really want as a reasonable option. This is basically negotiating one-on-one guys. I don't know if you're aware of it, but as a business person myself, I I swear uh, to you, I remember this, I remember this tactic. The first time I heard about this tactic, I go, mom, can I have a thousand (laughs) dollars? I was a freshman in high school. I go, can I have a thousand dollars? She goes, no. And I go, fine. I'll just take a hundred. It didn't work. So okay. I'm not convinced well, on this sales I mean, tactic. I think maybe maybe you chose the wrong spread of numbers. <laughs> I mean, you have to be knowledgeable about your audience. Too. Fair enough. So I mean, in this case, you might want to start with like they suggest maybe a new pair of Jordans. It's going to be anywhere from the 160 to 200 range. Goodness and then you you get down to where you're really going to want the sweet spot of the 80 to 100 dollar 
That's the sweet spot for a good back to school. Two digits sneaker. is always good. Yeah, two digits is is helpful. Yeah, um, especially you know post tax, you make no promises to mom. Right. Okay. Uh, but but pre tax, you know the, the actual price, you, you get it under under a hundred, and you're you're in pretty good shape. So that that would be. That would be my, my advice. That's your advice. Do you have, any, do you have any advice on, on back to school shopping? No, I have a lot of embarrassing stories I was planning <laughs> on sharing about back so, to school. So, you, so basically we just need a time machine to give you this advice. Yeah. That's – yeah. So let, okay. me, let me give you a couple of firsthand experiences. Uh, going into seventh grade, which was the first year of middle school. Yep. Our district had five elementary schools that all fed into the same middle school. So I was about to impress a lot of ladies – so I thought I did not because what I didn't know is that Tommy Hilfiger isn't as cool as he says he is. <laughs> so I stock up on all these like white Tommy Hilfiger shirts with a couple. Were know, they like undershirts? No, they, no, they, they weren't like uh, white t-shirts necessarily. Uh, they had like this, the Tommy Hilfiger like brand across the chest. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You're um, just, you're just. The ba- it was the a, brand. Yeah, the base of the shirt okay. was white. And then there's some right. other stuff on top of it. Okay. Uh, and the two days before school started, so I'm going to middle school. I'm like, Dad, I'm an adult now. Let me fill up your gas tank. <laughs> and he's like, you know what you're doing, right? I go, of course. I did not know what I was doing. So my mom had even told me that day, don't wear your back-to-school clothes out and about because you'll get them ruined. I know you well enough to know that that's what's going to happen. <laughs> A lot of confidence. Yeah. And my mother knew me better than I knew myself. And so as I'm filling up this gas tank, I'm like, I need to readjust it. <laughs> and so I pull it out a little bit and sprays gasoline <laughs> all over all my new clothes. I had left the house approximately three minutes before this <laughs> encounter. So that was a one outfit ruined for middle school. So you didn't wear the gas the gas cover one. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you if it all worked out or not, but for the sake of the story, we'll say that I had to... Well, I, won't, I don't want to say I burned the clothes. <laughs> well, you have accelerant on it already. It's like ready to go. I burned a lot more things if I had tried to handle that yeah. at that age. Uh, but then I wore another one of my many white Tommy Hilfiger t-shirts to first day of seventh grade, and I get there, and I'm like, everybody's wearing all these cool colors, and I have all these white t-shirts in my house. Yeah. And uh, so I got home that day and I was like, mom, we got to go shopping. I can't, I made a huge mistake. I thought we all were just going to play it cool like adults and wear lame colors. Apparently everybody wants to express themselves in middle school. I don't, I didn't yeah. know that. So Steve was shocked by dyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little too much for his, <laughs> his brain to handle. All right. Well, you know, that, that happens. My, my big, well, I remember when one of my big fights was, uh, was I was trying to, uh, this is in DOD. Okay, so uh, K-State football's rolling. We got things going pretty good. Oh, can you define DOD just in case? uh, That's the the decade of dominance. Gotcha. Um, And uh, so our current quarterback, this is going into the 96 season, was Brian Kavanaugh, who was serviceable. I mean, he's no no all-star. I mean... He has no 97 quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, QB, QB 97. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, QB 7. <laughs> NCAA 97. Um, uh, no, so so uh, Brian Kavanaugh was quarterback, um, and my I was I, I I wanted to get a K-State football jersey. Um, it's a good, you know, 
rotation. You want it in there as a as a elementary school upper elementary school student. You want the you want the the K State football jersey, right? Um, and so, you know, they can't put because the NCAA they cannot actually put the names on the back, but they put the numbers on, and everybody knows because they're huge Wildcat fans in this town. They know who the who the person is. And so I had a number twelve Kavanaugh jersey, but what I really wanted when we were in the process of purchasing the jerseys, I really wanted number two, Chris Canty. Uh, he was an All American cornerback, very very talented. Not youngster. like a quarterback. No, he was not. He was not. <laughs> he was much better. Okay, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, he was much better. <laughs> um, but, however, uh, my parents would not let me purchase this because. Chris Canty had a little dust up with the old RCPD, uh, a little DUI charge. To this day, I maintain innocent. I, I mean, the fact of the, the case, RCPD I think, you maintain. I think you know, really falsely accused. <laughs> However, I think he was just uh, a little juiced up on EMA. Oh, how could you not be? I mean, it's a know, decade of dominance. Yeah, right. So, but they wouldn't let me get it, so I had to wear the Brian Kavanaugh jersey. <laughs> Like a schmuck. And then, and then people would make fun of me because <laughs> Brian Kavanaugh was not very good. <laughs> you think with all that practice against Chris Canty and well, you'd practice. But I bet Chris Canty just owned him in practice. That's what you would imagine. Well, right. Uh, I have another story about going back to school that's not necessarily fashion related. Okay. Definitely worth sharing though. So the summer between fifth and sixth grade, I moved – and in the process of, like, just, I was in the same school district and everything, but I moved to the other side of, I would say the other side of town, but the town we're talking about is Auburn, Kansas. So, uh-huh. moved down the street. Uh, and in the process of moving that summer, I'd lost, like, 20 pounds and grew, without exaggerating, like, five inches, probably. Wow. So, the kid who moved in to my old house looked like my former self. And he was a little chubbier. He had the same bowl cut that I had. He's and a the big same boy. Number of freckles. Mm-hmm. So when he got on the bus, everybody thought it was me. <laughs> so everybody, when I got to school, didn't recognize me and assumed that this kid named Jesse was actually Steve just playing a hilarious prank and pretending his name was Jesse. Mm. That's a real thing I walked into my first day of sixth grade. Nobody believed me that it was me. That's weird. That's really weird, right? I mean, that's... So would you say that... Um, did you both have like a girl that you were... Pining over and well, like we had different competing. ranges of girls we could go for at that point in our lives. Well, you know, I mean, was it was loss. it was it like maybe you were dating a girl and people would say, "Oh, that's Jesse's girl." <laughs> they did not. <laughs> that did not happen. It didn't. <laughs> maybe if it had been the other way around, then yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, sorry, I didn't go. So, okay, did you ever own a No Fear shirt? I did a lot of and one shirts. Oh, the and one. That's a really That's, awesome. Those are really things. sassy. Uh, one time I bought. I just I, I just crossed you over and took your girl. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's along like, those lines, I bought I bought a shirt, an and one shirt. I was at the mall being cool. And I bought it in one shirt. Like, and I was like, like most, like most people are. Yeah, most middle schoolers are doing. Is going to most people go cool. to the mall and are cool. I bought a shirt and it was XL, and I was like, "Hey, that's cool. That'll fit." Well, I lost so much weight that the XL kids fit me, and not the XL adults. 
This is in sixth grade that I was like buying. Yeah, those are big differences, Steve. XL I, adult and XL kid are not. I mean, that's not the same range. I know. I thought I tried. It, I'm like, that's weird that this shirt is a little bit tight, but it definitely fits me. So oh, I you didn't understand kids versus adult sizes? Not. I, I, just, <laughs> I missed the memo. I didn't realize. <laughs> it's like when you change shoe sizes from going from the kids shoe I'm size. A, I'm a 12. Yeah. What? No, I'm not a 12. I can't go back to a six. <laughs> I'm going down. What's going on? Oh man, that's good. So and one was a big one. Yeah. Then, no, the no fear. The no fear one that I remember is. Uh, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Do you think No Fear is the first person or thing to have that saying? No. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to copyrighted to put it on a yeah, shirt. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. Where's our IP attorneys shouting out? Give us a, give us a call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I definitely had that one because I was an undersized youth. Yeah, what was that like? Uh, well, as I, I'll repeat, <laughs> it's not the size of the dog <laughs> in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Uh, so that's, that's, that's pretty scrappy. I, I think one of my N1 shirts was like, you could build a house with all your bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even just, play basketball. Like, real, like, I didn't really play basketball. Yeah, yeah. So, did you, so when you're going shopping, like, uh, you also had like the little more, more risque... Ones you had the big dog and the big Johnson shirts. Remember these? Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like the big Johnson. Nobody would like. You really didn't see those like in school. Like nobody really wore them. Sometimes you see the big dogs on occasion, the big dog T-shirts. But the big Johnson ones would be like the cool like uh, kid that that was in school that like every weekend they'd go out to the lake and like their dad had like jet skis. That right. was that dad right. profile. And now all those all those like little restaurants that are always on. Like Table Rock, like a Dirty Dicks. Yeah. Like, I got my crabs from Dirty Dicks. Yeah. You are twelve. You yeah. don't even know what that shirt means. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The these these were the kids showing up with the Hooters, yeah. uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those guys were cool. Um, their dads definitely um, had like the rat tails. Uh, maybe sometimes often, but they often would just show up and they, they'd be like that. They'd have the good lake tan. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kind of the good, like it's you, like a good also, leathery lake tan. I know you work wearing, outside. Yeah. I and they'd tell. have the, and they'd have the big Johnson shirt on. You'd be like, God, <laughs> that guy's dad is so cool. <laughs> just be like, you'd just be in awe of him. He tell he tells about the, like, Oh, my dad let me try another sip of beer. <laughs> yeah, right. God, Tanner is so cool. Yeah, t- Tanner. Yep, yep. Tanner or, or Kobe. I didn't have a Kobe's. Kobe? Colby. Colby, Colby that one makes more sense. Yeah. Colby would be good. Okay, well, either way. <laughs> um, okay, some other middle school uh, fashion choices. Did you, um, did you ever wear, uh, did you ever wear Jinkos? I heard that you did. I, I, I did wear Jinkos in, in middle school. Um, okay. I Well, I attempted to wear FUBU. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, I, I, my parents nixed that one pretty quick. But <laughs> tell me about your Jinko experience. Well, the Jinko experience, I mean, the Jinkos, in case you don't know, uh, they, they, uh, they, they had a waist size that was normal for your waist, right? <laughs> it had to fit on your body. 
but but oftentimes the the leg size would be equal to the waist size. So it basically, it looked like you're wearing like a hula hoop in your pants. Right. Basically, uh, like the 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 bottom of the legs would be like thirty inches or something crazy. So, um, but they also had like huge pockets on the back. So the pockets would be like I don't know, like twelve, you could build eighteen a house inches. There, yeah. yeah, they'd be like twelve inch pockets. Um, and, uh, and, um, oh yeah. So the 12 inch pockets and, and they'd also have some sort of design on the back pocket. So you, it was like collect them all type, type, uh, marketing promotion. plan. Yeah. That was their marketing plan. Yeah. So did it work? Did you buy more? Well, I, I probably had, I think at the height of my Jinkos, uh, I probably Which had would, it sounds like the heights of your life. Yeah. I mean, really it's all been downhill <laughs> since, since I gave up the Jinkos. Uh, but yeah, I would say I had probably like three pairs. I had one. The funny thing is they used to sell shorts too. So they'd have shorts, but they would go down basically. <laughs> look like, look like high water pants. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they'd I go past that. your knee, yeah. but they, they basically look like capris. Right. But like, instead of having like the, the cinch off like tie that you see the, the moms wear, they just were like. I mean, enormous. They're like, like pants just, that a cartoon elephant would wear. They were, yes, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, they were pretty good. So um, I also had like, so I had Doc Martens. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I can't tell you the number of times that I bought Doc Martens and this was like my big investment as a seventh grader was buying a hundred and some odd pair of Doc uh-huh. Martens. And then it would snow and like, mom, you're going to have to carry me. I can't, <laughs> get, my, I can't get my Doc Martens back. That'll ruin them. Yeah, there was like a – I think they, they would always – like the salesman would always upsell you on like the leather product, leather care product. Yeah, try to be like, rightfully these so. Are, these are waterproofing. Uh, you're not going to have any problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it was but, an event to yeah. buy Doc Martens. Oh, yeah. All the accessories you had to buy with them. Yeah. I remember wearing them one uh, – like one summer with my shorts. Just going – just going Docs and shorts. I was just about to share that story. My friend and I calling each other one day and like – Dude, you, I listen to me for one second. I tried to wear my Doc Martens <laughs> with shorts, and I looked ridiculous. <laughs> and my friend's like, "I just tried the same thing. <laughs> Who thought they, they wouldn't work with some outfit?" Yeah, they they literally had like the the like probably what three inch heels. I mean, three minimum. Mine did not. You didn't have. The, what are you talking about? The Doc Martens had huge heels. Yeah, I don't think they're three inches. A mine are like one and a half. Well, my wife says three <laughs> inches is kind of like one and a half. <laughs> I mean, that's just my metric system. You, we got a new system for you. <laughs> so we agree that they're one and a half. <laughs> it's my conversion chart, Steve. Don't mess with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty bizarre. I remember, like, I'd be significantly taller wearing them. Like chicks thought I was a <laughs> slightly. Would hotter. you say she, they, you were like one and a half inches taller or three inches taller? No, one and a half. But on the <laughs> on the conversion, like when you're in seventh grade and you all of a sudden grow one and a half inches, it's like, oh, Steve yeah. looks slightly more handsome today. Could be because he's a little bit taller. That didn't work. That's not how it went for you. Well, I mean, I don't want to talk about the past, Steve. <laughs> oh, how tall were you when uh, all this was going down? I, I don't have my school. growth chart on me, but I, I went to middle school not. a good six one, and I have not grown an inch since middle school. Are you kidding me? No, I'm 100 percent serious. 
Wow. Uh, that, that growth spurt I had the summer before sixth grade was my only growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> I went into middle school at like six foot six one, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my six foot. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but I'm very positive about it. I Break think that milk, man. You know, 30s are a good time for growth spurt to <laughs> hit that 6 0 mark. Uh, no, I was not uh, the tallest boy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, luckily, I mean, I will say, luckily, I did not, I did not experience a, like a real, real big kind of growth spurt. Uh, where you have like the awkward, like you look like you have like the giraffe knees. Yeah, like you forget how bodies work. Yeah, you yeah. just you just start like, strolling around trying to just maintain balance. Right. So well, good for you, man. Yeah, I mean, so that's a good way to, look, to spin that for sure. That's all I got. So I the only really spin that I like, have is that I didn't. I was six face. one in sixth grade. I mean, <laughs> I guess the only thing I make fun of you for is you weren't dunking. I mean, I yeah, guess, I, I was not good at basketball yeah, at all. Yeah. I like trying out for basketball. I'm like, why don't you stick to football? <laughs> Only because you're bigger than everybody else. Yeah. yeah, my my coaches were like, why don't you stick to not playing sports? Yeah. <laughs> tennis. Tennis would be a good path for you. Uh, here's a trumpet. We'll get, we'll get to work on that. Uh, do you have any good, like, your freshman year of college? Did you live in the dorms? I did. Speaking of getting back to the dorms. I lived... Uh, uh, the Haymaker co-ed dorms. Yeah, which uh, which floor? I was a third floor boy. Oh, what an idiot. I was sixth floor, so. Oh. You know, I, I was, was that... sixth floor my freshman year. I mean, do you think that they just, like, grade you by <laughs> the IQ by floor, Steve? That's not how it worked. I think it's a height thing. My oh. roommate was also six foot. That's why we're on the sixth floor. Um yeah, the floors are actually a little <laughs> bit higher than one foot floor. <laughs> Steve. Steve, just That's doing an army crawl to your room. <laughs> There's no room for anything. <laughs> no, that's not how it works, Steve. But um, yeah, so did you um, did you uh, have any like well, who was your roommate? Like, yeah, so roommate? that's good. My roommate was this. Is, I thought this was perfect, and I recommend it to everybody. Was it was like a friend of a friend at the time. Yeah. Like we'd hung out in groups and it was like, we got along and we knew we'd get along, but we weren't like best friends by any means. And then we became best friends because we didn't have this like established friendship that had to like have a whole new component to it. Once we were roommates, we like kind of got to know each other well as roommates after already knowing that we'd get along. So it was great. Did you not have that same experience based on? No, the I did not. <laughs> not <laughs> that was your experience. I went, I went, I went lottery. Um, and, uh, Yeah. It was not great. You did not win the lottery, huh? No, I did not win the lottery. Um, uh, freshman year at K-State was um, a fun time, uh, but the the roommate lottery was not, not something. <laughs> it's not the fun part of it. No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I still have friends from from uh, from that floor, but... Uh, but it, I mean, like the, the, the roommate factor was just so weird. I mean, I was an only child, so I was not used oh, to sure. like, yeah, I mean, any of that, that stuff yeah. was just, was just weird. So now, um, so your spoiledness ruined your, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was mostly like, uh, this is the size of my room. That's great. There's two people in here. That's not so great. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I wish it was just me. Right. But then, like, if you actually looked at it, like, the people that the only people that had single rooms were like the RAs or like really old dudes that were like non traditional students. Yeah. 
So I didn't want to be those guys either. So it was just a it was just no win proposition for me. I think. Right. I don't think there was. I mean, I think I could have lived with my best friend. And and granted, I'm going to fully admit, like, I was not a good roommate. <laughs> I mean, sure. I was terrible. Sure. So it wasn't like him. It was just it was mostly just me having to share anything with anyone. <laughs> I was picturing an 18 year old learning to share for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That yeah. was my freshman year learning yep. to share. Yep. We integrated a, uh, a 2 a.m. rule and our freshman year, we, you could not go to bed before 2 a.m. No matter the situation. Oh, see, my expectation was different than that, Steve. You had to be home by 2 a.m.? Yeah. No, it was not that. That was... <laughs> Granted, we didn't like get into trouble. That was a I was a pretty lame freshman. I didn't drink my freshman year at all. I didn't have a sip of alcohol my freshman year. That's such a disapproving that's something. Look. That's something people do. I know. I know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm. I'm not trying to say like I'm cool or not cool because I'm just saying the two a.m. rule is very strange because it's not like we were up partying. We were just up yeah. watching the office or. Oh, yeah. nice. All right. <clears throat> There was a, there was a guy on my dorm floor that had a rabbit, um, in his room. Is this related he, to the 2 a.m. rule? Kind of. Okay. And okay. He, and he so would keep his, always keep his door open and he was always <laughs> playing like weird, like RPGs <laughs> that like nobody had ever seen or heard of before. Like that were like Japanese. Like he had some sort of like hacked, uh, PlayStation something, yeah. or something. Okay. Like, yeah. He was just like playing these, um, was a rabbit on the floor or in a cage? It was in a cage. Okay, so he went. Yeah, like, but the rabbit would come out. That's I mean, the rabbit would come out and chill. Uh, but yeah, it would sometimes roam the hallways. I was not a big fan. <laughs> Did you have pets growing up? Uh, I had a dog um, named Bo Jackson. That's a great name for a dog. It was a miniature Schnauzer. Yeah. Uh, he uh, is a great example of the. It's not. The size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog because he would bark at everything. Did he ever fight them though? Well, I mean, it was implied. Okay, he, he, would, he would. He would have totally messed them up if they let him fight. <laughs> but no, he usually just intimidated or just annoyed dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. Like, get me away! Yeah. I don't like this guy. So no, but that was a great edit. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> Wait, did you have dogs? Yeah, I, pet, I was just gonna. I was just reflecting on a life where you didn't have siblings or pets, but th- clearly you did. So. I had a pet. Yeah, but I didn't view him as a threat. To no, me. we had like a rule: it was always two dogs and one cat. Oh my god, that's a lot. It's a lot, Steve. I well, I that's all I know. That's like all I've known. Oh my, that's too busy. You need some downtime. And they're pretty chill dogs. We didn't have puppies. They were like. We never really had a puppy at all, I don't think. Yeah. Did you just, I mean, you had to like walk them though. No, we lived in country. Like they'd go out, we just let them outside. We didn't have a the yard. They'd just like run around the fields and come back and all their energy would be Ugh. depleted. You just have like ticks the size of your yeah, eyeballs on them. Yeah. The size of my what? Eyeballs. Okay. I'm so first part. Your eyes. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. That's, that was a very easy dog raising household and then I, when I got a dog as an adult I was like oh you have to train these things like you have to like take care of all this stuff I'm just used to letting them outside and let them take care of themselves for a while so yeah. way different experience than most 
If you're interested in being a dog walker, contact Steve. No, they're they're fine. We have a yard. We have a fenced-in yard. Now. That's not good. That's basically animal abuse. That is not what that is. <laughs> Roger Wright's Animal Shelter. Please contact Steve. <laughs> he lets his dogs he out in his He has yard. feral dogs living. <laughs> Are we off subject enough to... Uh, yeah, let's... Let's call it. Let's call it. <laughs> Nobody's going to listen to this. <laughs> They're going to quit. They're going to rage like, quit after like five minutes. You kind of look like uh, you have this, this vibe to you that's a drunk uncle. At thanks, the drunk single uncle at Thanksgiving who's like, I'm giving up hope. <laughs> <laughs> Even the way you're, you're still That happened, your that happened right a long now. time ago <laughs> in this podcast. Okay, guys. Good news. I talked to John Kurtz. It's happening. We're getting John Kurtz back on uh, soon. So we're going to have good episodes again. This is just a bad episode. Let's not it's get okay. carried away. It's, we, we appreciate you for, for <laughs> tuning in.